Uh, how about some Hollywood trash? You want to do that? Uh, sure. All right. Uh, Hollywood trash is brought to you by Aquapump, the expert on all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood trash. Oh, Lizzo. What have you done? She continues to uh, face allegations of having a toxic work environment following a recent lawsuit brought against her. Inspired by damning allegations of Lizzo's former dancers, filmmaker Sophia Nolly Allison, who claimed she was previously hired to direct a documentary on the singer, shared her negative experience working with Lizzo on her Instagram stories on Tuesday. Quote, in 2019, I traveled a bit with Lizzo to be the director of her documentary. I walked away after about two weeks. I was treated with such disrespect by her. I witnessed how arrogant, self-centered, and unkind she is. Lizzo was the subject of two documentaries in 2022. Love Lizzo, directed by Doug Prey, and Lizzo, Blame It On My Juice, directed by Roxanne Schlumberger. Uh, Allison, who doesn't specify the name of the project in her allegations, added that she would not protected during the work experience and received little support from those around her. We can't even talk about the stuff that she's accused of doing <laughs> because it's so uh, can you, can vile. You, can, can, is there a way to talk about it? That's, uh, uh, she can't. made them uh, use bananas. She made them... Uh, like make a, a nice smoothie or something? Yeah, like a pina colada? Or? Well, they didn't bake any bread. Oh, there might have been yeast involved, but there wasn't any oh, bread. Oh, yeah. I'm getting a picture now. Yeah, it was. Uh, it w- it's pretty. Go on TikTok yeah, and yeah, just yeah. type in Lizzo, and you'll see all of the allegations. All these people have all the videos of reading off all the <laughs> allegations and how uh, dirty she is. Well, you you want uh, you want my take on it? Yeah, I, I would love your take. I on it. I uh, I am shocked and saddened. Who could have seen this coming? Given a 450-pound lady that has no accountability whatsoever in her life, millions and millions of dollars, and think that she might behave weirdly. Well, come on. I mean, maybe she's just a stern businesswoman. Uh, sturdy businesswoman. I mean, again, you know, you give a... uh, This goes back to the thing, and I say this as a gentleman who is very admittedly overweight right now, that, uh, you know... It goes back to, you know, she's 450 pounds in a in a thong on national television. And everyone's like, isn't it wonderful? It's sexy, body's positivity, and no. all this nonsense. And uh, it's like, oh, yeah, she has no accountability whatsoever in her life for, for anything as far as that goes. You well, know? well, at least she, she the heat is off her for that whole uh, playing the flute thing. Remember she played some um, antique flute back yes. uh, last year and everybody went, oh my yeah. god, how could you let somebody play a flute, play a <laughs> historical flute? Uh, yeah. Well, and again, uh, I think she's a talented lady. I think she's a very talented lady. Well, listen, Michael Jackson was very talented as well. There's a lot of people who are talented. You just have to separate the art from the artist. Bill Cosby, great. Very funny comedian. Great comedian. Yes. But, uh, Hor- horrible date. <laughs> on the comedy Mount Rushmore? Yeah. Possibly not on the dating Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Lizzo, great singer. Great. Horrible supervisor. Horrible. Terrible horrible. fitness coach. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know if you want life coach, life and fitness coach services from Lizzo. Horrible Peloton instructor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, that's how they had the seat recall where all the seats were breaking <laughs> off. Well, th- 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 this is how crazy we've gotten as a country. 
I I could I could picture that being one of the things. They're like, oh no, Lizzo is a and it's just you click on your bike and it's just her sitting on a bike seat yeah. eating Cheetos, just smiling. <laughs> hey baby. Well, you know what time that class starts? <laughs> Bad bitch o'clock. <laughs> or thick thirty. Thick thirty. Well, which one is better? Is it better to do your workout at bad bitch o'clock or uh, thick thirty? I feel like you gotta always go thick thirty. Yeah, that could be uh, yeah. that could be the better the better way to go. Uh, let's see. Uh, Beyonce used to name drop Lizzo during "Break My Soul" on her current tour, but she didn't do it on Tuesday oh. night in Boston. People think she cut Lizzo out because those dancers are being, uh, you know, all lawsuity and stuff. All lawsuity. Yeah. Hey, how, that's a, is that official legal terms? Yeah, I believe that's how they do it. Like, even when they go to court. Oh, what's this lawsuity thing you're talking about? Uh, yeah, it shows you. It, can, can you be shocked that uh, two Hollywood friends would, uh, one of them would cut the other one out immediately that there was a scent of controversy? Yeah, maybe. You know? Uh, Mark Zuckerberg built an octagon in his backyard and his wife Priscilla Chan wasn't happy. She uh, scolded him in a text saying, quote, I've been working on that grass for two years. Isn't that great? You could be one of the richest people in the world and he still still gets that text. Bitched at by your wife. (laughs) You're like, honey, I make all of the money. Yes. Why can I not have an octagon in my backyard? I literally made that lawn. Uh, like, so. I could buy you another house next door that has gardens, uh, whatever you want to uh, do. You know what I You know what I hope? I hope that uh, Elon Musk wins that fight now, and then the last thought going through Mark Zuckerberg's head as he's about to get punched is, if I could have trained more in that octagon in the backyard that yeah. my wife made me get rid of. I would have been so much better. Yeah, he would have been fine. Uh, France, Francia Reja was not forced to give Selena Gomez her kidney, regardless of what you heard by rumor. She says, quote, I felt, I felt it in my heart. I knew it was a match. It came out to be, it came out of the genuine kindness of my heart. <coughs> or your kidney. Yeah, the kindness of your heart, uh, knowing that you would forever be known as the person who gave Selena Gomez a kidney. Your kidney, right. Yeah. Now your kidney's a platinum award-winning kidney, you know? Uh, I will say this. Did you see that uh, show? It's, I forget if maybe it's on Hulu. It's called uh, Murders in the Building. Yes, I love that show. Her, surprisingly, Steve, I mean, Steve Martin and Martin Short are always gold, but her with those two is comedic gold. They're, she's she's great in it. Brilliant. She is, but she's also a little... Uh, you know, talking like this all the time. Yes, I don't like that. It's almost like it's so annoying. weird. It reminds me of Detective Katie. Hey, guess who's seventy-three years old today? Seventy-three. Rick Springfield. Yeah. yeah. He right. says, uh, "I work out every day. I just got a trainer, and I've been working out with him. Basically, I I watch what I eat, and I try to stay active. That's how he stays sexy at seventy-three years old. Sure. He's also a pescatarian." Meaning uh, he's a vegan, except with the exception of fish. Oh. Yeah. You didn't oh. know what the pescatarian thing was? Yeah, no, I figured. I thought it was one of those religious things there. Uh, pescatarian church or something. Yeah, or like, oh, no, it's Episcopalian. Oh, That's yeah. It's the oh, Joe Piscopo yeah, yeah, people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, there right. you go. Good point. Uh, Kim Kardashian recently reflected on her marriage with uh, Kanye. Really? Uh, something to say? 
did she have something to say? Did she have yeah. something to say? Said, oh my God! The last time I got reflected by by anything was when Ray J sprayed his Ballberry yeah. Bay Breeze all over my slag tag and <laughs> that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for thirty nine ninety five. Slag tag. Okay, uh, and uh, and Caitlin. Oh, I never got that done and dirty with her mother, Chris Kim, but I once gave her a Kentucky bacon slap. <laughs> she had carnal tunnel syndrome. Oh, God. Too many flicks of the wrist on the soul pole, if you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) What are you you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is she bit the tip and choked on the Puban cigar. Oh, come on. Come on. Never had a good Puban? Oh, God. I'm still stuck on (laughs) Kentucky bacon slap. A Puban? A Puban cigar. Those are illegal, right? You can't can't sneak those in the country? They're illegal here, but... (laughs) If you can get away with it, you can smuggle it in a certain place. Yeah. And that is your Hollywood trash from Rock 102, are ya? Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 625 in Aerosmith and uh, Springfield's Classic Rock. Uh, Marty Caproni here in today for the Bax and Nagel Show, and uh, Bax will be back on Tuesday. Filling in, uh, uh, I think I would be remiss, Steve, it's Thursday, if I didn't spend all show... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about uh, what What have you been up to lately? <laughs> uh, I don't know, Steve, but tonight I know what I'm doing. What are you doing tonight? Uh, I don't know if any one of the listeners have heard, but I'll say this. Uh, first of all, thank you to all of the ones that came last week. It was almost everybody from Rock 102 came out last week. Uh, we had uh, roasted chicken. Oh, yeah. Mm, uh, we had uh, vegetable medley, and we had uh, roasted potatoes. Oh, you can't beat that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a heck of a comedy show, about, s- I don't even know how many listeners, 70 probably of the listeners were, were there. Um, tonight, same thing, $20 at the door, gets you uh, dinner and a show. It's not on the website, just show up. Um, it is $20 at the door. Um, it is 92 View Street, Chickabee above View Street Tavern, Loft Comedy Club. Tonight I have a couple comedians, some that are, are regulars, and then I have a couple that aren't. I got a guy coming in from New York City to hopefully close it out, um, and uh, I'll be there as well. And uh, tonight's menu, if anyone's asking, uh, we got uh, chop suey and some uh, tomato tomato cucumber uh, salad and some rolls. And Ooh, look at you, comedy with flavor. I like it's, that. Yes, yeah. yeah. Well, it's the best deal around, really, to be honest. 20 bucks. I was talking about this with Bax. Do you know if you go to the McDonald's on uh, 95 right now and get a Big Mac value meal, how much do you think it is? It's $17. And uh, you know what? I know this for a fact. <laughs> and uh, matter of fact, uh, my uh, my kid's band teacher, who uh, we went, we, we all went on a trip to New York City back in yeah. March or April. And on the way back, we stopped at the rest stop yeah. right near, uh, right after Greenwich, I guess it would right. be. So we stop at this rest stop, I get out, and I'm looking at everything, and I'm like, everything is either 17 to $21 for a meal, which is ridiculous. And a Big Mac alone was like $10. The the craziest thing I keep saying to people, I'm like, if you were on a date, we'll say, and that's where you chose to take your date, you would pay, uh, was that, $34? For uh, two Big Mac, yeah, two Big Mac meals. That's insane. Or you can just come here, pay forty bucks, yeah. actually have a really high quality, good home cooked yeah. dinner, and a great comedy show. I, I, so I was complaining about that on the trip. 
And, and yeah. everybody was like, yeah, you're right. Why, why is this uh, so expensive? And then uh, my kid's band teacher sent me an email a couple of weeks ago yeah, yeah. saying, hey, it's a news story. They're actually talking about how much these prices are yeah. right here. It's it's crazy. It's the same, the same thing like I tell people. You go to Subway now. You're not getting out the door for less than twenty bucks at Subway if you get like at a, a meal. regular Subway. At just a Subway if you yeah. just get like a, a, a sub and some chips and a and a drink. So for this, you you pay twenty bucks at the door. You yeah. walk in, you get a buffet dinner, so you can even have seconds if you want, and and you get a great comedy show. There there really is. A, I mean, obviously there are places that charge money for things because right. of the cost of everything going up. But places I think like the subways and the fast food joints right. really don't need to. No. You know what I mean? Like I don't think they really need to raise their prices that much. The, it's just everybody else is doing it, so why not just jump on the bandwagon? Is. That was like when they made the minimum wage thing. Yeah. They're all like, well, if you're going to make us pay more, we're going to have to increase prices. It's like not, not that much. No, no you're not. you don't. You know? Um, but, you know, for us, in people always, too, they're always like, there's got to be a catch. Like last week, uh, two of the people came up to me and they were like, so wait, we don't have to buy a certain number of drinks. Like they thought it was like New York City. Where a minimum, gonna, yeah. Yeah, they're going to have to buy two drinks and the drinks are $17 each yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, the drinks are regular bar drink price. You know what I mean? You can get a draft for like six bucks uh, for a micro brew or whatever. And, uh, and you don't have to buy any if you don't want. I mean, people do because it's fun, but... Um, no, it's just a, it's just a great deal. I never minded paying a two drink minimum, but you're right about the the price of the drink. Right. You know. I'll, okay. Fine. If it's like seven bucks a a drink, right, you can probably swing that. But if you're talking fifteen twenty dollars, like strip club prices, right, to watch a comedian on stage. Well, the 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 drinks at View Street alone, Ed, who owns it, yeah, he has a he's he's like I don't care. He doesn't look around what everyone else is charging. Yeah. He's like I know what I need to charge to keep the lights on. And that's what he charges. So the drinks and make and make a decent living off of it too. Yes, yeah, yeah. And the um, and it, because of the situation with the place and how they own it and everything, he doesn't charge a lot. It's probably one of the probably one of the I, most economical places to go drink. I I could never own a restaurant or a bar because you have to be there. Yeah, all of the time. Yep, like all of a good owner is there most of most the time. Of the time. Yep. Yeah. But uh, he, yeah, he's there a lot. So is Nuno, his brother. Um, you know, so so Thursday we have the show. Friday uh, he's doing. It's not through us, but he's doing dueling pianos downstairs. So it's the people who like dueling pianos can can do that. Have you, oh. ever, have you ever been to? Yeah, one who, else? who is uh, what's what music is it? The uh, it's not the Billy Joel Elton John thing. Is it's it? kind of like that. The yeah. the guys are from like Boston or New York City or something like that, and. You know how it works. You, you go up and you put money in the bucket and tell them to play what song yeah, they want. Yeah. And they go back and forth and play things back and oh, forth. Oh, that's and cool. So, yeah, so he's got that going Friday. And, and uh, you know, as we get into the fall, once we're out of summer, we'll have the comedy running upstairs. And then as soon as the comedy lets out, it'll go downstairs and there'll be bands starting to play and stuff like that. So, All right. What's the, what's the name of that place again? Uh, oh, it's uh, Loft Comedy Club. Uh, <laughs> View Street Tavern. Uh, we can keep doing that all morning. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I, I, listen, I want people to show up. Last week was so cool. Steve, the listeners were coming up to me, and they were like, there was this one couple, and they were like, this is the most fun that we've had together, and I don't know how long. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? 
what are you doing with your spare time that this is the only thing that you're having fun with? But you know what it was? It was yeah. I mean, it was a great show, but it was literally like, I think they were just like, they could not believe. They were like, we just figured it'd probably suck, but <laughs> we, threw, we threw it like, it's 20 bucks, so let's just throw it up against the wall we and see what happens. We figured it would probably suck. That's what they said. Uh, that's, what well, they said. that's always a nice compliment when yeah. you're trying to do your well, uh, career Well, to be craft. fair, if someone told me that, I'd be like, oh, that's got to be terrible. But it's not. It's a lot of fun, usually. Uh, we got news coming up next. It's 632 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni. The free music. Dave Minor Exterior Home Improvements, Nor'easter Organic Life Hydroponics, and Log Rolling Catering. And thanks to you, it's going to be a great afternoon at the Barney Estate in Forest Park. Stay tuned for more exciting events from Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. Oh, hey, it's uh, 6.35 at Rock 102, and it's time for news. Uh, yeah, I just, yeah, I can't. I, I, if I, my, people, I want to post a picture right now of what you look like. I just sent it to you with the headphones on. <sighs> it's a great summation. Well, did you break these? You broke these. I Listen, I didn't break them. Uh-huh. They broke. Yeah. Uh, I guess I broke them. You broke them. I broke, yeah, broke them. I broke them. All right. Well, they're broken, and now one half is hanging off my ear, and the other half is on my it ear. But I have to wear these because the other ones are keep cutting out. Well, you look like an adorable, uh, like uh, one of those German shepherds that's not quite pure breed. You know? Yeah, it's got one floppy ear. That's, what you, that's what you one floppy ear, like a like a like a. Uh, Injured rabbit. Right, right. A velveteen rabbit. That's a yeah. velveteen rabbit. Um, uh, yeah, your headphones look bad, but work. My headphones look great, but all I hear right now while I'm talking to you is just like a fuzzy. Yeah, static. see, uh, we get we, for, we, what, for all the uh, professionalism we have around here, we have yeah. z- equi- zero equipment that you actually works. It's nice to have a scapegoat. If if the show doesn't sound good today, yeah. I I say it's all the faulty equipment. It's not you and I. No, it's it's all the fault of you. Yeah, we can't work like this. Yeah, I can't work like this. I uh, I'm never behind this board. I I don't really know yeah. how this thing works. It's all it's all messed up. A uh, Springfield man was arrested Monday to prison for uh, w- I'm sorry was sentenced Monday to prison for several drug charges in Vermont, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office. Twenty-three-year-old Glendon Parish Campbell of Springfield was sentenced to three and a half years in prison with supervised release for conspiracy to distribute fentanyl and cocaine and for possession with. In- Tent to distribute heroin during an investigation between March and April of 2022. Law enforcement conducted controlled purchases of fentanyl and cocaine at a residence in Washington, Vermont, from Parrish Campbell, aka B, and another uh, person identified as Justin Lanko, aka TJ. Ooh, it's B and TJ. Oh, that's that see is they a- didn't they they they're like. Hey, you know what? We should come up with names. All right, I'll be B, and then you be J. <laughs> And they're like, no, man, we can't have C. We'll say, oh, yeah, we're going to see BJ. <laughs> that is that is the most Vermont drug dealing duo name you could come up with. Because you can't spell anything else. Right. Like if it was in Springfield, it would be yeah. like they'd have crazy names like Dagger and Death or something like that. But up there, they're like, we're being TJ, yeah, bro. We're being TJ. And they they bought it in, in homes, which tells you they probably have like little Tupperware type parties. Yeah. Like, we're having a fentanyl party. Get your hey, friends. Fentanyl party. Yeah. Come on over with your fentanyl. Yeah, BYOF. <laughs> BYOF. Uh, at a search, a search of the home on May 13th of 2022 resulted in the seizure of 14 firearms, approximately 28 grams of cocaine base, and approximately 400 bags of fentanyl. Uh, nearly one year prior, Parrish Campbell was found in an apartment in Barrie, Vermont, with approximately 10,300 bags of heroin and nearly $2,400 in cash. Well, there you go. He's uh, he's quite the guy. 
I don't understand with this fentanyl thing why they keep messing around with it. Like, why would why wouldn't they make that? Like, I think isn't LSD the one? If you get caught with LSD, you, you, it's like you get a huge prison sentence, like a giant one. Yeah, I don't I know what uh, what the drug well, laws are. Why does it? Why don't the politicians make like if you get caught with fentanyl, it's like you're done. It's like almost like attempted murder right off the rip. You know what I mean? Why don't they do something like that? Because it's a money maker for them. Then they wouldn't have an excuse to come up with grants and stuff for like uh, yeah, uh, rehabs yeah. and and all this other stuff <laughs> that go into it. It's really kind of a dark circle when you think about it because nobody's really about helping people get off heroin. Right. It's like let's keep them on it long enough until we uh, we've made our money on the them. old no money in a cure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they did that with uh, with all the uh, drugs in the eighties. Yeah, I, I, you know, this is a good conversation to have later on this after, yeah. this morning, but. I had that conversation too. I was talking about how everything is built for engineered failure now. Mm-hmm. It's like like the same idea as the no money and a cure. It's all in treating the symptoms. It's like your cell phone or your TV. Like they all have a short life now, so so that you're a repeat customer. So you yeah, come you back constantly you know? come back and buy stuff. Right, same same principle. It's like the ba- remember the uh, Apple was doing that with the batteries until yes. they made them change that policy on that. Everyone thought that I was a conspiracy theorist yeah. when I used to say I used to say because I had my 4s when they were still they were selling like the eight and the nine yeah. and the ten and I was like, listen, my 4s works great up until. There's releasing a new Apple, and then I know it's going to work like crap for like a month and a half, and then it's going to go back to normal. And everyone's like, oh, okay, sure, yeah. And I was like, no, I'm telling you, it works fine up until then, and they always screw it up. And everyone thought I was crazy. Because they want you to go out and buy a new phone. They want you to go to the store and be like, my phone's not working. And then you go in the store, they go, oh, let's see what, oh, you know what, you might as well just upgrade. You got a free upgrade. You might as well. You might as well. Right. Right, because everybody's got you know thousand dollars to shell out of their pockets for a phone. Well, they they hit you with it. They go, yeah. oh, we roll in your bill. Your bill only goes up thirty dollars a month. It's it's the same rigamaroo. Rigamaroo. <laughs> is that how you say? Is that was that what? The, is the same rigamaroo. <laughs> is it rigamarole? <laughs> rigamarole. I don't know. What is it? Uh, Nobody really knows. I've always tried to say that. Jog too. and pony show. It's I think it's rigamarole. Rig Maru. Riga Rigger uh now we gotta look it up. Riga Riga Roll Riga That's yeah. a good hey, that's a good one. Uh uh last week I did uh, for people to uh, follow me on Instagram and message me their favorite um food. Th- today everyone should Rig- follow me on Instagram and send their favorite old timey expression. <laughs> oh yeah. Rigamaru is a great one. Rigamarole, it, it's uh, uh, it's pronounced. It's a lengthy and complicated procedure, yeah. or a long rambling story or statement. Yeah, oh, the, I believe you can find rigamarole in the morning on Laser Ninety Nine. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shots uh, fired! Shots fired! Uh, well, the, <laughs> rigamarole or rigamarole. Either way, I use this this the right way. Because it says when you go in for the cell phone, they do the same thing. They go, oh, you don't want to do that. And it's a, it's like that cup game where you always lose when you yeah. play the cup game. You know, they're moving around the balls under this cup. Every time they're like, well, you can do it this way, you can do it that way. Magically, it always comes out to the same thing. It's like $150 for your bill, and no one can explain why it's $150 no matter yeah. what you do. It's the same rigamarole. Rigamarole. Rig- is it rigamarole? Rigamarole. It's rigamarole. We figured it out. Well, send in your favorite old-timey expressions. We'll work them into the show for today and tomorrow. Uh, 
Well, fell by the wayside. That's a good one, too. You think that's like an old-timey one, though? Mm, I think it's getting there. Really? Yeah. Hey, uh, while while the community awaits word of the demolition of the Eastfield Mall, the vacant building has been used to help train local law enforcement on active shooter situations. Oh, this is a positive upside. The Hamden County Special Response Team and Medical Emergency Response Team recently used the vacant mall to train their officers and medical staff in the event of an active shooter. The response teams includes members of local police departments, fire departments, and the Hamden County Sheriff's Office. Unfortunately, in today's world, we need to be prepared and unexpected uh, for the unexpected and prepare for the worst-case scenarios. That's uh, Hamden County Sheriff Nick Kochi. When the re- regional response teams get together for training opportunities like this, it makes a huge difference in being ready to respond in the case. God forbid if the call ever comes, we're proud to be part of these regional teams to support the community in a time of need. The Eastfield Mall closed on July 15th. After more than 50 years in business, the new owners of the property, Onyx Partners, are planning to demolish the current building and build something new. Onyx Partners says the total cost of the redevelopment will fall between 65 and $85 million and will take two years to complete. Hey, here's a question for right. you. Uh, I know that the work they do, that's important work and everything, but do you, what do you think? Do you think that they also have some fun? It's like playing paintball, like in a giant... You know, I was thinking that, too. It's like, hey, man, you want to go shoot each other in the Orange Julius? Yeah, we're doing some training. You be the bad guy. I'll be the good guy. You hide behind the Orange Julius stand. We're going to come in. We'll shoot you. It it is kind of a giant game of, like, cops and robbers. Yeah, Yeah. I feel like that's got to be, you know, I know it's serious work, but also I think that they got to have some fun doing that. Of course they're having fun. And no one's in the mall, so it's got to be like, remember that movie? I forget what the movie was, where they uh, locked the people in, like, Walmart overnight or whatever it was, a Target or a Walmart. Yeah. I, was Jason, uh, not Jason, oh, Cus- oh, Cusack, John Cusack? No, it wasn't John Cusack. It was, uh, God, Jennifer Connelly was in it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. I don't remember his name. I wonder if it's like that. I wonder if like some of the stuff is still there. They're just running around making hot dogs and trying on. <laughs> yeah, eating old stuff <laughs> right, from right. the thing, uh, the gyro place that went out of uh, <laughs> right. moved. Right. That didn't go out of business. Yeah. They moved. They moved. And they moved. Uh, and and they're eating all the uh, leftover gyro meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they're taking that gyro spin thing where they shave yeah. the meat off of it. You the, ever see yeah, that thing? Stick. Yeah, you ever see that big yeah. giant thing? How they shave the meat off yeah. of that? I never knew how that worked up until this year. I watched a doc. This is how you know yeah. I have no life. I watched a documentary once when I was on the road. I was in a hotel in like Minneapolis or something like that. Uh, about the place that makes that meat. Yeah. It's disgusting. They form that meat into that stuff and then they, it's like, it like almost like freezes on. Yeah. And then they and put then it they, on a spindle and you, you shave it off. You're right. They ship it out like that. Yeah. It's good meat, though. Is it? You never had a, 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 a gyro or gyro or however, gyro or however, however they want to pronounce it. I always said gyro. They're like, gyro. You know what? I don't think, you know, people are like, it's gyro. When they they correct me, I'm like, dude, I don't think the guy who's selling it cares how I pronounce it as long as I'm giving him the money for it. Right. Who cares? Yeah, give me one of these gyros. Yeah. Uh, But you know what? Uh, I, uh, I'm I'm not doing it. I'm not playing along with that whole rigmarole. Oh, I see what you're doing. You're going to use that word all morning long now, yeah. aren't you? Uh, well, I'm waiting for people to start following me on Instagram and send me the their favorite phrases. I'm going to I'm gonna just work them in during the show, and you tell me when I'm forcing one in. All right. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today. It is uh, going to be a really nice day with a high of 76. Tomorrow, uh, sunny, 
Actually, no. Tomorrow, you're going to see some uh, thunderstorms with a high of 72. It is uh, 53 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. This time. Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. It's 651 and Stone Temple Pilots on Rock 102. Uh, Bax is out today. Marty Caproni is in until Tuesday, and uh, I'm sure he'll plug some comedy show that he uh, has. What are, what are you talking about? Uh, are you talking about the show I have tonight? Yeah. Uh, doors open at 7, food comes out at 7.30, $20 oh, at the door. Where uh, is that? Uh, it's at Loft Comedy Club in Chicopee above yeah. U Street Tavern. Right. Uh, that's right, baby. Yeah. Hey, just jing it, uh, jingling in the money right there with the yeah. food and the comedy. <laughs> I'm doing a, a half between Quagmire and Bill Cosby. I was doing that kind of thing. But uh, yeah, we uh, we don't really uh, we don't really have much to talk about. Uh, well, we have lots to talk about. We just don't know what we're going to talk. I, about. I'm less worried about what we talk about and more worried about the phrases that I can work into the show. If people follow me on Instagram and send their favorite old timey phrases, I'm going to try to work them into the show. And you just call me out when you hear me work one. You know? Okay. It's a game I've been playing since I was knee high to a grasshopper. Oh. All right. Yeah. I will. Yeah. I will. I'll do that. Uh, just looking at uh, some things here. Uh, we talked about Mark Zuckerberg and his wife not liking the fact that he put something in the yard. Yeah. Well, you know what my take was. I think I, I don't know if you were here when I talked about it. I said, you want to know who the winner is in that uh, fight? I don't think it's he. I think it's all of us because we get to see a billionaire punch in the face no matter how. See, yeah, everybody wins on right. that. Right, 100%. That uh, has this ever happened to you? You're, you're running late to the airport, and you have you ever missed a flight I, because you were late? This is a great conversation you yeah. bring up now. Right. I obviously, you know, I mean, before the pandemic, I flew a lot. I was on the road, you know, yeah. with Jesse May touring the country and Canada and all that. So I was probably flying 15 to 20 weekends, you know, probably 15 weekends a year. I'd be right. flying and doing 30 or 40 weekends a year uh, with her. Um. I have never missed a flight, knock on wood, knock on wood, knock on wood. But I also have one of those weird quirks where I can't be the casual guy when I know I have to fly. I manage my diet before I fly. I watch yeah. what I eat for like a day uh, because I had to uh, go number two in an airplane once. And it was the most. Oh, uh, I thought you were worried about the weight shift on the plane for taking off. I've had that actually when they put us in the small plane, and the it's really humiliating. Can the you lady, move to the, the back? Yeah, the lady yeah, gets yeah, up. Yeah. She's like, "We just need to move you over here." And I'm like, "You know, all right, lady." Yeah. Um. But but uh, yeah. I uh, I always said like I never want to do that again. So I managed my diet. I always said this is how much I hate it. If I really had to go number two and I'm on a plane. And uh, terrorists stood up and they were like, I'll buy, I'll buy, yeah. I would be like, thank God, you know, <laughs> what a relief, what a relief yeah. that I don't have to do that. Um, but I always get to the airport early, always, yeah. always, 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 always. I, and it annoys anyone that ever has traveled with me. Well, a uh, 30 year old man in Florida, of course, uh, yep. Vincent Serena was furious when he showed up late for a flight on Monday afternoon uh -oh. and wasn't allowed to board the plane. So he started screaming at the gate agents. And then he shouted, I'm going to blow this blank up. I'm going to take you all out. That doesn't get you on the plane any faster. You yeah. know that, right? <laughs> An agent called 911. He was arrested on charges of making a bomb threat and making false uh, report of mass destruction. 
His attorney says that Vincent is a truck driver, and he was flying to pick up uh, his truck from a repair shop. He's out on bond now, but he's not allowed to go to any airport property, so he'll have to find another way to get the truck. Uh, you know, you know, <laughs> if I was uh, if I was uh, his defense attorney, what my defense would be for him? Right. I'd be like, hey, Your Honor, uh, his name's Vinny Serrano. He's a uh, Italian from Florida. What did you expect? <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? Right. Do you think you, he really meant he was going to blow it up, or do you think he was like, oh, hey, whoa, hey. And, this, you and, know. and the judge goes, you know what? I Googled my name and my birth date and Florida man, and this type of scenario came up. I totally understand <laughs> I, I that. I see. It. We're going to let it slide. Yeah, Florida Italian truck driver uh, <laughs> gets arrested for threatening to blow up plane. We wouldn't tolerate this kind of nonsense in Washington, D.C. or uh, any of the New York no. airports, but here in Florida... We understand. Florida, everything flies yes, down there. Yes, Vinny, the truck driver. Yeah. We're not shocked. We're going to let it slide. Everyone flies, even if you're not on the no-fly list <laughs> right. in Florida. It is, uh, it's 6.56 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni at Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. It is 7.06 and uh, Steppenwolf on Rock 102. Bax and Nagel show. Uh, Bax is out until Tuesday, but Marty Caproni is here in the hot seat and... Uh, uh, probably promoting his uh, loft comedy club uh, thing tonight. At, uh, I mean, it's yeah. uh, important. Every you know? time, every time you open your mouth, uh, you gotta, uh, you know, you gotta do that. You know, uh, you know. I know. I appreciate all the fans for putting up with this some malarkey, but uh, malarkey. <laughs> you know. So we're talking earlier about antiquated terms. Yeah, I think antiquated is a is a word. That's, that's kind of an old timey term. I've had so many people give me them, and I'm gonna just try to work some of them in. You know, it's. Uh, uh, you know, uh, hit him with the old razzmatazz, if you will. Uh, the razzmatazz, because <laughs> we were talking about rigmarole. Rigmarole is yeah. how it came up. And uh, so uh, people have been uh, sending you different uh, things? <sighs> I, I, You know, I uh, they have. They've been sending me, um, they've been sending me some, some really interesting ones. Uh, someone sent me one that said underpants instead of underwear, but I didn't think that's too old-timey, is it? Underpants? Underpants? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I think anybody who uses the word trousers, yeah, yeah, uh, that that trousers, a, trousers, an outdated slacks, term. slacks. My my dad used to, uh, my mom used to iron my dad's chinos get all the time, it, which nice I thought was a weird slacks. name for a pair of pants. I don't know, man. I can't uh, can't swing a dead cat without hitting one of these phrases. Oh, you're like Scott Cohen now yeah, you with know the I mean? uh, thing. I'm reading this website here. 14 obsolete English words that deserve another chance. Okay, beef witted. It's kind of like slow-witted. Beef-witted sounds like something you would say during Hollywood. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Cockalorum. Uh, Cockalorum? Yeah, a braggart, a person with an overly high opinion of himself. Well, don't sit over here and be such a cockalorum, Steve. Yeah, stop being a cockalorum, Marty. <laughs> How about a crapulous? <laughs> crapulous? Yeah. That's, that sounds like a superhero. It sounds like a Dr. Seuss term, doesn't it? it sounds like, yeah, it sounds like a villain in a, uh, in a Dr. Seuss-like book. It like, describes the feeling you get when you realize you've eaten and drank yourself, or eaten and or drank yourself sick. <laughs> crapulous. A fudgel. A fudgel? Pretending to work when you're really goofing off. Oh, I'm a huge fudgel. A fudgel? Yeah, I pretend to work all the time. Fuzzle. To, inf- fuzzle. to confuse. Grog blossom. 
That, see, that's not even... That's just two words smashed together. Well, grog blossom is the rosy hue of an alcoholic's nose. You ever see... Uh, a grog blossom? Well, like uh, W.C. Yeah, yeah. Fields. Yeah, yeah. The, my, all... my little chicken, you know, that yeah, uh, yeah. he had the big giant nose. Yeah. It was because he, uh, he was he was drinking so much. A, a grog blossom sounds like another euphemism one over there, you know? Well, gin blossom... Yes, the, the gin band, blossoms, the band. That yeah. is named after that type of nose. Is that, it really? Yeah. I like myself some gin. Yeah. Maybe this is this is it blossoming? I don't you know. don't have any blossom no, yet. Have you ever seen anything like that? Yeah. I have a couple friends that definitely have it. Like a like a Pinocchio tie, a, style. Bright uh, red and thing. some of them get it under their eyes. The, yeah. the capillaries all just break down or whatever. Oh man. Uh, growing up and, and doing hood rat stuff is pretty pretty fun, isn't it? I, the, uh, all the things that come along with that. Yeah, listen, I grew up in uh, Chicopee, so Hornswoggle. That one is one of my favorite things from the Muppets. Do you remember Sam the Bald Eagle? Yes. I've been hornswoggled. <laughs> a twaddle. Uh, to chatter mindlessly or gossip. Twaddle? Yeah, twaddle. Oh, okay. Because that yeah. sounded like it could go in another way. but uh, Or it could have been the original version of Twitter. It could have been. Or their cop, their competitor, instead of making Instagram threads, Zuckerberg could have made twattle. He probably could have. And he probably would have made more money off it than yeah. Elon Musk is making right now. Yeah. Uh, titty nope. Titty nope? Yeah. That just means a small quantity of something left over. Just a titty nope. Yeah. Should we go get a, uh, should we get a to-go bag? No, there's just a titty nope left. <laughs> I'd like to use that. Excuse me, sir. What did you say? Me, me too. Hashtag. Yeah. A growly. Growlery. 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 Charles would, Dickens. Growlery. 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 Why do I feel like I'm stoned right now? Growlery. Well, we kind of are. Oh, but, okay. Uh, well, you know. that's why. Uh, it means a place where you can retreat from the world when you're in a bad mood. I thought it would be a place where they make growlers, like for these breweries, you know, these big things. They make them at the growlery. Oh, world. yeah. I guess you could world. say that, too. Groak. Groak? Yeah. Oh, to that? silently stare at someone as they eat, hoping they will invite you to join them. Gro- like if you're sitting there eating a big pizza yeah. in front of you and uh, you're sharing it all to yourself and you're just, yeah. uh, after a while, you're like, ah, oh, come on over here and uh, stop groking and have some of my pizza. Ah, well, like tonight, if you come to View Street, don't just sit there and grok, you know, sit yeah. down. Look, friends. Yeah, just sit down, uh, don't grok, uh, watch the big cockalorum <laughs> on stage. <laughs> yeah, by the way. And I have to say, uh, I really hope people are appreciating this, and it's not becoming a cattywampus. <laughs> a cattywampus. That's my that's my favorite one I've got. Oh, so we got far. the uh, Yankee uh, Yankee Home uses that for their. Uh, their they commercial. say cattywampus. Yeah, they're never cattywampus. They're never cattywampus. Oh, that's, see, that's pretty smart because then you got to look it up. There you go. They're smart. It's, uh, yeah, I see, see what you're doing there, Yankee home. Uh, what else you got over there? Did somebody else send you anything? Oh yeah, I got a, I got go ahead. A, what do you got? I, I got a few. I got, and they just keep they just keep coming in. Uh, britches as uh, for pants. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, if you want to extrapolate that to an old timey saying, my mom, one of her favorite, he was getting a little too big for his britches. What about knickers? K N I C K E R S. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Sure. Knickerbockers. Knickerbockers. Yeah. yeah well, that's the New York Knickerbockers. Those were pants, weren't they? They were like they were like the original uh, capri pants, I believe. 
the knickerbockers. Knickerbockers. It was like the the, the, yeah. the kids from like the twenties used to wear them with the uh, right above the knee. You yeah, know, I know what put, you're talking put, about. Yeah, and then they put the buckle on them. Is it easy? Only sleeve yeah, steam. Right, is right. You're fancy in your knickers. Right. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Okay. Anyway, what's the next one? Oh, I got I got a bunch. Um, someone said, and this is pretty funny, Weisenheimer. And then they said they'd give me bonus points if I could work it into an Oppenheimer reference. Can you? I, I don't know. We'll have to wait till later in the show. I have a lot, though. People are sending in some good ones. Um, then so, People are sending in weird ones. I got one that says, uh, top of the morning to you. Which I don't know if that's really an old saying. I think that's just an Irish saying, right? It's a, probably an old Irish saying. How many people do you see? Uh, do you see Colin Farrell uh, going uh, top of the morning to you? Top probably, of the morning to you. He doesn't say that. He probably says good morning. Yeah, he probably I nods guess. his head like a cool guy does yeah. in a hallway to another cool guy in a hallway. <laughs> you ever nod somebody? You do that like that nod thing What's again? What's up? What's up? I did that yesterday at a. I'm gonna start line. doing that. Though. I'm gonna start being top of the morning to you. This is the head. <laughs> I was at I was at a I was at an intersection yesterday. I stopped at a traffic light, and some other guy did that. That's a weird thing. He did, right? the, he did the nod up. What's up? Like, what's up? That's like, he didn't say what's up. He just nodded up. That's like you know how they have like the Jeep wave. Yeah, Gary Rome should have like the sup head nod for like the the Kia the Kia what's up. Oh, he was in here yesterday with the new dog. He brought the he brought the dog. I mean, it, you couldn't wait till today. No, no, no. We. Uh, we wanted to see the dog first. You know, hey, uh, Gary, every time we do the commercial, I talk about the dog. You know, next time, please bring the dog in when I'm here. He wants to see the dog. Just go up to the dealership and see the I dog. Could, I want to, but I don't have the money for a new car. And I know I'm going to be like, Gary, is your dog here? He's like, dog's here. And then I'm going to be driving Listen, out. And I'm going to this thing. maybe some other day you'll buy a car. But today, you just want to pet the dog. You can go up and pet the dog. He's not going to not let you pet the dog. He's going to be like, you know, <laughs> and And that guy, how can you not buy something from him? He's like, he's all in shape. You know what I mean? He's all jacked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he, he's like that guy you know who's living life right, and I'm the complete opposite of that. Him and I are Peloton friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're, I see you both you guys the, on the Peloton. Yeah, we're friends on the other. Peloton, yeah. Dog I, running around the background. He, he's way f- much further ahead of me than I am. Uh, yeah, he's uh, like, I'm, he's like he seems like the guy. I bet you right now he's water skiing with one ski somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, he's that guy. Probably. He's, he's One's he, one water ski, yeah. uh, do, flipping around, yeah, doing yeah. tricks. And I, and I feel like you're similar to this, are more of a, I'm in a kiddie pool in the backyard with a six-pack. Listen, <laughs> I broke a rib Riding a tube. There you go. There you, you know? go. Tubing. Years ago, I broke right. a rib. I was down at a lake at a friend's house. Right. And uh, it was like two days later that I started like tightening up. And yeah. I'm like, what What the hell is happening to me? And it was because the raft kept right. banging down on the thing. And my stomach was, I was face down. And it uh, it broke my rib. G- Gary's probably older than you by a little bit. I don't know. But he. I just picture you breaking your rib tubing. Him on one water ski with the dog on his shoulder, yeah. like one of those uh, ski teams, like the display teams, yeah. just, just, and somehow able to uh, still mock me as he drives, as he drives by, by, as I fell off into the water, goes over the jump yeah, with the dog yeah. still on his shoulder. Yeah, with, he's with like the big smile. He's you like know? Fonzie jumping the shark. He's got that you know? big. That's that's one of the things I need. I wish we had like a really good, like a listener that was a really good cosmetic dentist, because I would love to get a Gary Rome smile. You know what I mean? A Gary Rome yeah. smile. Like I hate my I can't smile. My teeth are all messed up. I'm like, 
you know. I don't like can, my teeth either. And, and you know, and who can afford dental care now? That's the problem. Well, listen, I didn't have we. I hardly went to the dentist when I was a kid because we couldn't afford it. That's we didn't have the money to, for me to go there. We did. We my yeah. dad had the Union Dental Plan. We had Doctor Farley oh, see, in Springfield. You but doc- yeah, but Dr. Farley wasn't a guy who's like, let me fix your mouth and give you a great smile. He was a functional dentist. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, your tooth got broken. Let me uh, let me just uh, cobble some of this stuff together in the garage. And here, here's the fake cap that goes on your tooth. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I want to go to like one of these people that like they're like, it's like pain free. And uh, it's going to take us a month, Marty. But when you walk out, you're going to have a Gary Rome smile. Because yeah, yeah. then I would feel like I got to get I'm going to learn how to okay. water ski now. I gotta, you know, I start working out. I'd start feeling better about myself, you know. So I don't know. Is that weird? Yeah, it is kind of weird. Wait, wait, what do you need to? You don't need to be anybody else. You need to be Marty. Ugh. You want to try to be? <laughs> don't you like yourself? <laughs> don't you? Don't you know you're a good soul, Marty? No. Don't you know that? No, I know myself. You gotta too keep well, telling no, yourself not. that. <laughs> you gotta build your confidence. There's something about you. Have no stage presence whatsoever. I, you know, yeah, uh, guilty as charged. Uh, I also, if you want to see awkward, I'll get off stage and like I'll have a real good set, you know. Yeah. And you ever watch me just get off stage after that? I just with my head down walk to the back of the room like I'm ashamed. And then I when ju- people are leaving, I'm just like, thanks for coming out. I just remember the first time I met you and that woman telling you that you should do something else other than comedy. Oh, I know who you're talking yeah. about, Jen. Jen, who, uh, who's, I don't know what she's doing now, but. Uh, Probably not a lot of comedy. I haven't seen her anywhere. Do you remember me all bright-eyed, bushy-tailed? Like, hey, guys, do you have any advice for me? Do you have any? Yeah, here's some advice. Write some jokes. Have some punchlines and learn how to be funny. I, I just said, uh, yeah, come back next week so I can fulfill my minimum of people that I need to run this show. <laughs> and I was like, sure, I'll do it. Yeah. Uh, it is 719 with Bax and Nagel and uh, Marty Caproni uh, on Rock 102. Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 725 and Bon Jovi on Rock 102. Bax and Nagel Show. Bax out till Tuesday. Marty Caproni in the hot seat. It's like uh, you're the you're regular fill-in guy around here. I'm the guy now. You're the guy. You know, I'm. Uh, don't get your uh, britches in a bunch. I'm. Uh, yeah, you're still using those antiquated what, terms. What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking uh, about. Somebody sent me uh, one of those. And let me just see. Uh, oh, fiddlesticks. How about gobsmacked? Gobsmacked is a pretty good one. Flibber tig, flibber <laughs> hooks. Do you know what? Poppycock. Uh, comedian uh, Eddie Diesel sent me flibber gibbet. Oh really? Yeah. There you go. Flabbergasted. Uh, Shenanigans. J- jar goggle. Lollygag. Lollygags. I love lollygag. You How- know? Oh, I got a good one. Kerfluffle. Kerfluffle is yeah. one of my f- kerfluffle. Is one of my favorite, and there's somebody listening right now, and I know that she is dying yeah. with the uh, word kerfluffle. Uh, the same person that I know is dying laughing said uh, dungarees. Uh, <laughs> dungarees. <laughs> dungarees, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Razzle Dazzle was another uh-huh. one. My mom used to have one of the best ones ever. She used to say, I don't care where you think you're going. I'm not going to have you out there gallivanting all over town. Yeah. Gallivant. Gallivant. Yeah. Gallivant. Um, I think my parents used that one. Gallivant. Uh, towards the end of my dad's life, he used ha ha for a lot of things because his <laughs> brain was uh, deteriorating ha, so ha. much. 
Hey, we're like, could you pass the ha ha? And he like like pointed the salt. Oh, you know, God. like yeah. That's so sad. And you kind of knew what he was talking about after a while. It was and like it's like it was like your own abusive love language. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Why can't you be more like yeah, your brother? Yeah, why can't Donnie? you be more like your brother Donnie? Uh Ninkum Poop, Pumpernickel, Thingamajig. Thingamajig is yeah. good. Nincompoop is a solid that's a solid old timey one. Whatchamacallit? I like Whatchamahoozy. Yeah? Yeah. I like that one. Oh, I got a flummox. I'm flummoxed on my dingleberry, my gobbledygook. <laughs> it's flabbergasted shenanigans <laughs> of the lollygaggle kerfluffle around here. <laughs> you know, it's funny because we got these uh, we got these new shirts in a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, they're uh, they're the old wacky 102 FM vintage shirts. Yeah, I want those? one of those. They look cool. Oh, you can't have one. I know they won't give me. Then it's not in the budget. It's not in a budget, and uh, you're not an empl- you're not really technically an employee. I'm not. I'm just. Uh, I'm like. I'm like the same guy. I'm like the guy who does the weed whacker outside. I'm just. Uh, hey, I'm just a hired gun. Hired gun. Subcontractor. Subcontractor. Uh, but yeah, I don't even know where I was going with that. Where was I going with that? Uh, maybe See? the old timey shirt. Oh, the old timey shirt with the. Uh, yeah, yeah. When you're walking around with that thing, you know how many people, you know, I can wear a Rock 102 shirt around anywhere. And people like some people might say yes. something like Rock 102, but when you wear that thing, you know how many people would be like, "I remember old wacky, good old wacky," and I'm like, "You're the probably uh, thingamajig doohickey skedaddle brouhaha that we used to have <laughs> back in the 1970s." <laughs> but it's like you go back and you think about how different that station was compared to what it what we are now. It's, it was completely different. It and was, now it's just a big old boondoggle. Well, it was like a pop station. It, it we played uh, we played like the hits here, like the yeah, yeah. the current hits of the day. Right. And then it ages. And then I remember growing up, I listened to 102 always for Pink Floyd and for Led Zeppelin. That's what yeah. everyone right. And then now I sit here and. You know the songs come on, and I'm like, wait, Pearl Jam's classic rock. You know, Stone yeah. Temple Pilots is classic. Like, where did life go? You know what I mean? Those where are, does life go? I don't know, man. I don't huh. know. Well, we'll take a commercial break. Poignant, we'll, we'll, poignant moment. We'll contemplate <laughs> that. It's uh, 7.29. We got news coming up next at Rock 102. Like a miniature Buddha. Mornings on Rock 102. It is 7.31 at Rock 102. It is time for news, and it is uh, brought to you by... Uh, Aqua Pump, the experts on all water supply systems from the well, through the pump, and into the house. And then uh, Marty says... And now, local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Well, thank you, Marty. The uh, Mass State Police 88th Recruit Training Troop will be graduating on Thursday here in Springfield. The 165 graduates completed more than five months of training at the State Police Academy in New Braintree. Training included instruction in criminal law, police procedures, defensive tactics, emergency vehicle operation, emergency first aid, de-escalation and use of force progression, use of firearms and less than lethal weapons, ethics, and specialized topics, including uh, instances of domestic violence and animal cruelty and communicating with persons of uh, unique considerations. You, what are persons of unique consideration? Probably somebody suffering from a mental health uh, crisis. Oh. The uh, class is made up of 143 men and 22 women. Well, somebody's need to make sandwiches hey. in the Ooh. barracks, right? Actually, I probably wouldn't want to say that to the face of a female uh, uh, state you're, trooper. You get pulled over by a lady cop. Uh, some, of, <laughs> some of whom have previous experience in law enforcement or military services. The uh, new troopers will begin working at the Mass State Police Barracks across the state 
being paired with a field training officer for the first three months assigned to road patrols. You you know when the because you see this every every yeah, yeah. few years when they have a new graduating class. Yeah, they, you see them all driving with the. It's like the the, the um. Crusty older uh, cruisers, cruise. No, yeah. no, the, the like the one trooper, like all right, go ahead. Oh yeah, that's- and it's like it's like Spike. Remember, remember the Looney Tunes cartoons with Spike the dog, and yeah, then, yeah. and then it had uh, the little tiny dog jumping yeah. all around him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of like what it's like to watch a new trooper on the job. You know, you get the other the older troopers that have been there, like all right, go I, ahead. I'll tell a story that I probably shouldn't tell. All right, go for it. If it fits, um, I will say. Uh, a cousin of mine, but uh, you can't figure out because it's uh, through marriage. Yeah. Uh, his dream was to become a, Conne- a Connecticut State Trooper. He became a Connecticut State Trooper. He was a great trooper. He ended up becoming like, he was, I, well, I, I don't want to give any identifying things, but he uh, he was so by the book for like the first two years. He was like the straight lace, like this is by the book. We have to do this. By the time, like by the time year five or six came, I would go to the range with him. We'd be leaving the range. We're driving home one day, and uh, th- these two girls cut in front of us in the, in a car. He gets so mad. In Connecticut, they get to take their cruiser home. They just take yeah. the light bar off it. He's like, "I'm pulling them over." So he pulls them over, and he's like, goes like to put the gun on his waist, but he's wearing sweatpants, <laughs> and it, it keeps like falling off. He literally throws the gun onto my lap and goes, if something happens, just shoot him. (laughs) And walks up to the car and starts yelling at these girls. And I was like, hey, uh, remember when you used to be a stickler for the rules? Yeah, right. (laughs) Now you're like, you're now deputized. Here you go. Just shoot. I'm sitting there holding the gun. I was like, you were just at the range. I couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. I'm going to shoot these girls now if one of them pulls a piece out. Yeah, all of a sudden he's got a bullet hole in his ankle because (laughs) you just decided to hold it up in the air. Oh, what is this? You know, goes off accidentally. You're like, uh, Tackleberry, <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent, right? You know, but uh, well, good for those, uh, good for those guys. Uh, well, it's a tough job. Now. The, the Mass State Troopers go through a rigorous training program, no but, doubt. But the Connecticut State Troopers uh, now have to take a class in how to come up with fake names for the tickets that they're writing. <laughs> well, you can make the same joke about in the academy when they're learning stuff in Mass. They'd be like, also learn how to get uh, road work jobs that you, yeah. but yet still be at home. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 saw that uh, the thing about the Connecticut State Troopers. Though. Yeah, yeah, they, they were, were writing all these fake yeah. names in order to make. Uh, the what it what do they call it the non-discriminatory uh, well, ticket writing thing i could tell you uh because i hung out with uh this same person i yeah. hung out with all his friends too his, his trooper friends and uh, i used to always be like you know you guys have quotas and they're like we don't have quotas but what they do is they have us in a meeting and they go our activity <laughs> is way down mm-hmm. and activity is the code word for you need to get out there and write more tickets and make us more money well uh, we were told for years that th- did you have more to that because uh, no, no, that's fine. We, we had no. Go- I don't want it to turn into a cattywampus. Go ahead. Okay, <laughs> you and your antiquated terms. We 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 talked about that for years, and we were always told yep. we don't have quotas. There's no such thing as quotas. And when that uh, that thing happened with the, with the tickets and all right. that stuff in Massachusetts with the state troopers yep. and the people filling in, you know, they were putting in for hours that they didn't work yep. or whatever. Uh, it said though in one of one of the I think it was the colonel who wrote, uh, you will be considered for like a like a higher position if you were to bring in 100%. x amount of tickets or whatever like that. So yeah, it's not really a quota right. per se, but it is a quota. But that's like one of those things too. Like 
when you get pulled over, if you realize in your mind that that's the kind of push that they have coming from one end, mm -hmm. you, you that's when you don't uh, act like a jerk when you get pulled over. You know, like right. I, my cousin always taught me, you get pulled over, the guy walking up to your car wants to get home to his family. So just make sure they feel comfortable. Show them respect. You know, I take my keys off, put them on the dash, put my hands on the wheel, turn the radio off. It's yes trooper, no trooper, or yes officer, no officer. Just show the a modicum of respect, which they don't yeah. get nowadays. And guess what? A lot of times they're like, you're not going to be the guy I bump my activity up on. I'm going to th thank you for the respect. Uh, here's a warning. Stop doing that. And then they'll they'll go after someone who's a jerk with a phone in their face like, am I being detained? Am yeah. I being detained? Yeah. What, am I free to go? Yeah. Am I free to go? Yeah, I'm a sovereign citizen, man. You don't have a right. I don't, I don't have to roll the window down any more than an inch. Yeah. Here's my license. You I can was, see it. Yeah, that's like. I can't stand those videos. That's why I couldn't be a cop yeah. because I, I always said the first day of the job, I'd be like, clackety, clackety, clack. And they'd be yeah. like, that's the eighth kid Marty Tays today. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah, because you, you wouldn't be able to put up with the attitudes of these people. Yeah. Not at all. Want. Not at all. Uh, a used sneaker fundraiser drive is being held in Chicopee during the month of August. The state of Massachusetts banned textiles from being thrown away, which began in November of 2022. That includes clothing, footwear, bedding, curtains, fabric, and other similar items, even if they're worn, torn, or stained. This gives you the perfect opportunity to clean out your closet and donate the sneakers you no longer wear. They can be dropped off at four uh, convenient locations. Chickabee uh, Public Library on Front Street, oh, also yeah. the Chickabee City Hall on Front Street, and then the Chickabee Senior Center on West Main Street, and Good Works Coffee House on Center Street. You well, get all government buildings and a coffee house. All in Chickabee. Now, let me say this. If you do happen to go to the Chickabee Library, Steve, mm -hmm. uh, right across the street, Fruit Fair, home of the best chicken salad yes. you're going to have. But where is that? That's across from what? It's uh, right across from the Chickabee uh, Public Library. That's Front Street? That, That's Front Street. Yeah. I thought that was down on... Where is Fruit Fair? Fruit Fair is right across from the library on Front Street. Yeah, but what was I thinking of that's over near Grattan Street then? Arnold's Meats? Is there another... Oh, McKinstry's? Am I thinking ah, of McKinstry's? McKinstry's yeah. is the one I told you you have to go get the corn and the pickles. Okay, I haven't done uh, either the of The corn yet. and pickles at McKinstry's are the amazing the pickles are like the best pickles you'll ever have what's so good about the pickles over there they grow them themselves they pickle them themselves so they grow cucumbers then they pickle them and then they pickle them themselves they slice them themselves and then they put them in the brine and they put them in the fridge there at, at, at mckinstry so you got to go get them out of the fridge so they're refrigerated and you think but what if i don't eat all these pickles because they're yeah. you know they probably have a less shelf life than like preservative ones and everything but then you bring them home and you realize you're putting pickles on stuff you never put pickles on. You're just eating pickles out of the out of the thing all day. It's they're awesome. In fact, someone should do this. Someone should get the chicken salad from the fruit fair and put the McKinstry pickle on it. Ooh, look at you mm -hmm. making uh, mm -hmm. mix match. It's like going to uh, Burger King and getting a Whopper and then putting friend, McDonald's French fries like on top of it. Some restaurant should make the chickabee yeah, as a special, and that's yeah. what it is. All stuff like that. Bernardino's roll, you know. I like the Bernardino's rolls. Yeah, I brought that in with the chicken salad. A uh, ban on incandescent light bulbs with limited exceptions went into effect on Tuesday. Oh. The next time you get to change a light bulb in your house, reach for an LED one. This week, the federal ban went into place uh, ending the sale of most incandescent light bulbs with limited exceptions, including night lights and halogens used in shop lights. 
I don't mind the LED lights. I don't like the ones that when you flip on, it takes like five minutes for it to warm up. I that's what I got in one of my one of my floodlights at my house. I hate it because when it's cold, yeah. it takes ten minutes for the light to to warm up. That's BS. No, no you need to just go get the LED bulbs or something. No, yeah, but but. <sighs> Here's my feeling on this. Yeah. Is that really where we need to start this battle? Is is the light bulb really what's wrong with the environment in the world right now? But, dude, this has been going on. They It says this was something actually passed back in 2007 under the Bush administration. Yes, it was. And, and, but then you could still buy the incandescent ones. You know what I always think about when you go to, like, one of these newer restaurants or these craft breweries and they have the lights that hang down and you can see the filament in the light and everything? Yeah. I always think to myself, how are they going to get those as soon as this ban goes in place? You know what I mean? Yeah. How do you replace those? You can't. You can have a bunch of LED bulbs hanging there in your craft brewery. It's not going to happen. You're going to have to redo everything. That's it. Uh, well, no, I bet you there'll be somebody who makes specialty ones that you can only, I don't know, they'd probably get a yeah. permit for decorative something or something like that. I like the good old. I like the kind of light bulbs that could explode in your hands. You drop them when you're changing. Oh, it blows up all over those. the floor. I love those. My uh, the headlight on my van is still like that old. The old school. The old school bulbs. I don't know why. I, th- I thought all new cars after made after like 2015 were uh, had those LEDs on them. I hate those uh, xenon ones that people get the aftermarket ones in their car where they're like they look like cop cars. Yeah, they look like yeah. blue and and then and they look like the high beams are on even though the high beams aren't on. I hate those. There's a guy that drives around the hill towns oh, yeah. in like an old police cruiser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's painted black and white yeah. so it looks like a cop car. Yeah. That is uh that guy is yeah. a tool. Well, I've I've always said that too. I think there's a certain type of douchebag that right. buys old police cars and does that. And can you know, I don't have a problem with somebody buying an old police car. You know, for, if you need a vehicle, to, you got a yeah. deal on it. I'm talking right. about like if you're purposely going out there uh, and putting the perception that you're some sort of law enforcement agent uh, when you are clearly not. Yeah, you're living in mom's basement. I hate the ones on the highway too that get like the Explorer that looks just like a state cop yep. Explorer, and they get right up on you, and you're like, oh man, it's a cop, and you pull over, and then they just fly by like, uh, yeah. Tools, all of them. Well, I remember going uh, to the New York State Fair and seeing the New York State Police uh, like gaggle of vehicles that oh, they yeah. had. They have like Corvettes oh, and like they... all this stuff, and I'm like, wait a second, mm-hmm. this is your uh, you can't catch somebody with a non Corvette. I'm sure there's plenty of other vehicles out there that don't cost as much money than a Corvette that you could catch I, a speeder in i got pinched by one when i was going to pittsburgh once i was driving to pittsburgh yeah and south of buffalo i got pinched by and it was like i couldn't tell in the rear view i don't think it was a vet i think it was like a camaro or something yeah and the guy was like all oh, you know hot shot pulled me over gave me the ticket the other thing that bothers me about new york is they have red lights flashing red lights with their cars Flat. Yeah, it, well, that annoys me. It's like red, red's fire and blues, please. Everyone knows that. Well, Why are you trying to be different? Well, New England seemed to seemingly was the place. I don't know why where, where the blue light thing came from because they, when I was a kid, they were always police always had red lights in New Jersey and New York State. Well, that's what I said. Yeah. You're in New York, so yeah, that's what you grow. But it, red, uh, you think fire. But right? you don't if you li- see. That's what I'm trying to. No, but the exp- color red is like a fire. It's associated with fire. 
That's why I, fire engines are all red everywhere. I understand that, but if you're if you're I don't I know, know trained to think that way yes, that yeah, yeah. the you know red lights are right. you know whatever I don't know I right. know, the blue light thing was a Massachusetts the, uh, seemingly a New England thing. No, it's in everywhere else in the country but New York or New Is Jersey it? thing. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't know. There's got to be a list of states that use red lights. Florida probably lights. has like green lights or something like that. Yeah, or, I don't know. You know. I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll discuss yeah, all about it later. Thing. It's uh your Pioneer Valley forecast today. Going to be uh, mostly sunny with a high of 81 tomorrow. Not so nice. Thunderstorms with a high of 77. It is 60 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh yeah, it's bad. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It is 7.50 in Fleetwood Mac on Rock 102. Bax and Nagel Show. Bax out uh, until Tuesday, but Mark Caproni here uh, filling in. Uh, doing a great job so far. I mean, I don't know if it's a great job, but, uh, you know, I'm doing uh, as good a job as I can do. I'll be doing a better job. Guess when, Steve? Uh, tomorrow? No. When? Uh, tonight. Oh, tonight at the Loft Comedy Club. Yeah, yeah. baby. Twenty dollars at the door. Get your dinner in a comedy show. There you go. Chop Suey's on the menu Club. tonight. Chef Larry, Chef Jeff, making it happen. Uh, get your just you just buy your buy show up at the door with twenty bucks. Seven PM doors open. That's all you gotta Food do. Food out seven thirty. Show at eight. Hey, uh, before you uh, get into that, mm-hmm. I just gotta tell you about the uh, classic rock summer, which we are uh, well right in the smack dab in the middle of. Is there like a promo for? It? I like that, like with a promo guy voice, like classic rock summer. Classic rock summer, driven by Leah Toyota Wilberham. Yeah. Now through Labor Day weekend, <laughs> listen to Rock One Hundred Two all summer long for your details on how to grab your share of the summer stash of prizes. We give away a $25 gift card to the Hangar Pub and Grill every weekday through Labor Day. If you want to win, just enter at rock102.com. And then the unfortunate piece is you have to listen to Pat Kelly each weekday afternoon. Oh, uh, come on. You guys are always picking on poor Pat. I love Pat. Uh, Pat deserves to be picked on. Pat, Pat's a good guy. He's out there. He's getting the dogs adopted and stuff. Yeah, you haven't worked here long enough. Uh, I like Pat. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. You know what? It's always the outsider coming in. Yeah. Oh wow, well, everybody's great. This is great. And then you 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 actually get hired here. And then you're like, and uh, then you're on the payroll. You're like, oh man, that guy uh, again. Here goes Pat. I thought Ooh. he was just being nice. He's just annoying like that all the time. I like Pat. No, came Pat's to a, a good guy. He came yeah. to my show. He came to Rappaport. Anyway, it's the classic yeah. rock summer, driven by Leah right. Toyota Warbraham, only on Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. I will give you the producer duties to hit the sure. sound, sir. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Now hear this Ooh. with Bex and Nagel First on Rock time, 102. Man. He did it right. First time. First time. Really, I'm really getting my stride here. I'm really figuring this whole thing out. Hey, you know what? You're going to make it in this business. Mm, probably I not. guarantee it. <laughs> hey, uh, there's a place in the Florida Keys called Robbie's Marina where you can hand feed giant tarpons. Here's a dad coaching his young daughter on how to feed one and their reaction after it jumps out of the water and almost swallows her arm. Oh, yeah, this is... Uh, this is there you go. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Now you're ready? Uh, swallow oh, get lower, arm. get lower. Line your stomach and get it closer to the water. Yeah. It's coming. Oh my gosh, that's big. You okay? I think I got that on camera. Are you hurt? Yeah. That is a money shot. <laughs> Holy cow. Let me see, are you bleeding? Yeah. Okay. Where? Dad in the oh, ear right there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take my kid out uh, for uh, your arm to get almost bit off by a tarpon. And uh, don't worry, though, they don't really have any teeth. Uh, it's just uh, more of a, a gum thing. Dad of the year right there. Just uh, trying to get likes. I got it on tape. I got it. 
That's the money shot, by the way. Really nice thing to say with your kid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not knowing Yeah, that's me. not that's not creepy or awkward <laughs> no, at all to no, say money shot when you're with your child. Not at yeah. all. Uh, a Maryland woman earned herself a Guinness World Record with a burp that measured at 107 decibels. Here's uh, Kimberly Kimikola, winter breaking the record on uh, on Elliot in the morning. Yeah. What'd we get to? It's 107.3. Yeah. Yeah. This is some uh, like other morning show that's part of uh, our little g- g- group of people here. I just uh, this woman uh, 107 decibels. What? All right. Well, I was just going to say, that's, uh, who's that's not what we do here. Yeah, who's Elliot in the morning? <laughs> Elliot. <laughs> you mean idiot in the morning. <laughs> All right, we're here at Z100. We've got a burp guy that's coming up. Uh, a video is making the rounds of a Boston police officer getting violently shot out of a metal slide and ending up injured. People point out <laughs> that the slide is not made for adults. It's intended for children under 12 years old. Here's the sound it made as the officer came out the slide. <laughs> Uh, that wasn't as uh, grandiose as uh, they made it out to be. I like, think I saw that there. video, though, and I think it's visually it's Visually funny. it's funnier when yeah. you see it. Uh, well, I mean, cops are real people. You know, really just uh, saying, hey, look, they do dumb stuff like we all do, yeah. too. We go down slip and slides in our yeah. front yard and make yeah. ramps and uh, break bones and things like that. Imagine that that guy ends up on like uh, disability because <laughs> they're like, "What? Yeah, nature of the accident." I was on a slide. Yeah, I was, on, I was on a slide. I was chasing duty. a perp. I yeah. was chasing a perp. That he, he went in a slide, so I went in the slide, and uh, he got away. He and, went uh, through this park, and I really had to go chase <laughs> yeah. him after him. You'll like this one. Uh, Trenton High School in Michigan recently oh. had uh, sponsored a had a sponsored sign put up on its football bleachers that was supposed to read. Welcome to Trenton High School, but misspelled welcome as Weekum. Weekum? Yeah. Hmm. Here are some people from the community, including the superintendent, Doug Metzner, reacting to the misspelling. I mean, I drove by, and I was like, well, something doesn't look right. And then I was like, there's no L. My daughter sent me the picture, and she said that uh, there's a misspelling on Trenton football field. And she sent it to me, and I said, I can't believe they forgot the L. I don't know how someone doesn't catch that. Spell check, yeah. It's a great idea, right? Spell check, but one of the most hilarious misspellings mm. ever. We come to Trenton High School. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What do you do when you come to Trenton High School? You wipe it off. We're real excited about yeah. our football here. Yeah. Real excited. Yeah. We we come to Trenton <laughs> High School. <laughs> yeah. That's always a good one when the, uh, when the school messes up a misspelling. You expect that from Trenton High School in Trenton, New Jersey. You don't expect it from Trenton High School in Trenton, Michigan. There, uh, there was something out. I think it was out in uh, Holden. I think I saw a picture going around online where the where the school on the on the crosswalk was spelled. It was missing the H or a miss or missing a C or a shul, yeah, or something like that. I uh, I always wanted to uh, go to Holden and open a uh, uh, like a, a store for like junk. You know? Yeah. Holden, what is it? Uh, yeah, you know what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holden Hold, Jug, uh, baby. Holden Jug. Come on, yeah, now. Come on. Uh, so, and that is uh, now hear this. It is 757 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. The GT Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. It is 808. 
and uh, Dev Leppard on Rock 102. I almost forgot who they were for a second. It's uh, uh, Bax and Nagel with uh, Marty Caproni filling in for Bax. Uh, as uh, you know, or he's uh, he's the vacation fill-in guy. Yeah, it's me now. Yeah. And you guys keep taking vacations. I keep coming in uh, as long as I I keep plugging my uh, silly comedy show there. And uh, you know, it's like the uh, the old soap operas from the uh, the eighties and nineties where like a new character comes in. They're like the part of Bax is played by <laughs> Marty Caproni, live yeah. studio audience. Yeah. Uh, do you take uh, do you take any uh, drugs for weight loss, or have you ever taken any drug for weight loss? Um, you, I, those who know me know that I yeah. go up and down. Uh, always something happens. Like yeah. I'll go, I'll get to a point where I'm so fat that I'm like, okay, I've had enough. I tap out. We were talking about this off air, yeah. and then I don't do like the I'm on the grapefruit diet. I just change the lifestyle, right? Yeah. And I slowly wean off bad stuff like sugars and all that, and then I start eating healthier and healthier, and then I start going to the gym. I've lost. Before, previously, I've, you know, one time I think I lost 90 pounds. Another yeah. time I think I lost like 80. Um, but something always happens. I break my hand. Yeah, or, it's always uh, hard to ki- to keep maintaining it. The last one, the pandemic happened. And yeah. then I was walking every day. You remember me doing those videos? And oh, everything? yeah, that was great. I yeah. love those videos. I still have people ask me, like, why don't you do more of your Facebook yeah, you lives walking? But well, no one's trapped in the house, so I, I used to feel like I was doing something nice for them. But maybe I'll bring them back. But you know what, though, I think a lot more people are used to seeing things that are uh, go on. If you ever you ever been on uh, TikTok, oh, those people are live all the time, and yeah. people are following them left and right, and just uh, for the content. Yeah. I would, if I were you, I would I would start a TikTok account and just start doing live videos like that. Then you reach uh, more of an audience. Yeah, too. well, I I like doing it. Well, as as soon as I'm I'm just about getting tired of this fat right now yeah i gotta i gotta get back at it but uh to answer your question no i never i never did i never even experimented with steroids or any of that stuff i showed yeah. you a picture i mean at one point i was getting pretty jacked you know yeah. um i never did any of that stuff the closest i ever came to it was um i took supplements uh a few times like that were for energy like yeah. uh, to energize you and stuff but no, and I don't think there's a magic pill for it, you know? I'm just getting to the point, you know, uh, yeah, I do the Peloton thing, and I, I do that. Yeah, you uh, look great. Uh, and, I, and I do, like, weightlifting and things like that. But I don't, I'm not looking to be, uh, you know, uh, Joe Piscopo, who only worked out in his downtime, as they <laughs> said in uh, Family Guy. But um, I'm not looking to do that. I'm just looking to stay alive. Like, that's right. kind of, like, my goal. And I've learned after 44 years on this earth that it's just about putting the effort into doing it. Right. It, because because anytime you go on a – like, I'm not on a diet. I'm not on a, any right. specific You're diet. A lifestyle I just change. eat less. Yep. I eat less and I eat things that, uh, that I probably would have – wouldn't have previously eaten before, uh, you know, right. healthier foods, I guess you could say, yeah. or, or less portions of them. But I still eat chocolates and I still eat ice cream and all that yeah, stuff. Just I just don't portion. have a tub of it. You're not like, give me you the know. large yeah. banana split. You're right. like, give me a small kitty sundae. But there's really no magic pill to lose weight. And I always use this example. Mm. Years ago, we had this guy who was, uh, when, when the drug Ally came out, came out back in like 2008. Ally? And I booked this guest on the show, the guy who was the spokesperson for Ally. Oh, God. And he, uh, one of the things that he mentioned, uh, one of the possible side effects was uh, 
leaky uh, leaky yeah. bums. Greasy stool. A leaky boom boom down, if you will. <laughs> Greasy stool. Uh, Greasy stool. And uh, his suggestion was to, this is from a scientific drug company. Right, right, right. His suggestion and remedy to cure that was to wear dark pants so nobody could see the stains that there you There you go. There's science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wear dark pants. Uh, uh, thank you so much for that. The, that, the, that is the same logic I used to say that my friends that took steroids. They would take steroids. I'd say, you know, we were in our 20s, and I'd say, why do you take the steroids? Get these muscles so you can attract these ladies. Take them home. So you can't perform because yeah. you're all jacked up on steroids. Well, why do you want to lose all this weight and be uh, like, oh, yeah, he's a handsome devil. Yeah. Uh, I just uh, I have a, I have my pants are full of turd right now. Sorry. I have greasy stools. I'm full of turd. Sorry. Right. Sorry. Uh, we can't go out tonight. I'm wearing black jeans again for yeah. the ninth date in a row. Today's laundry day. <laughs> so Every is day. Monday, Wednesday, Friday and Saturday. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Well, uh, speaking of weight loss drugs, the dr- a drug designed to treat diabetes has become one of the hottest and most controversial weight loss crazes to the date. Uh, now people are saying they wish they had never touched it. Ozempic. It's a medication designed for people with type 2 diabetes. That uh, is it diabetes or diabetes? I just say if diabetes. If you're Wilford Brimley, yeah. it's diabetes. Uh, that has become widely used as a weight loss drug. Ozempic and Wegovy, I think I'm pronouncing that right, are... Uh, we go semaglutides, which help the pancreas release the right amount of insulin when blood sugar levels are high. The Eli Lilly counterpart, Munjaro, is a something else, Tarazapa. I don't even know how to pronounce yeah, it. Yeah. That has been shown to help uh, control blood sugar as well. The drugs work by mim- mimicking a har- hormone, GLP 1, which slows down the passage of food through the stomach, making people feel full for longer. However, issues start to arise if the drugs slow down the stomach too much. CNN spoke with several dieters who have been diagnosed with severe gastroparesis or stomach paralysis, likely as a result of taking Ozempic. Uh, Gastroparesis is a condition that slows or stops the movement of food from the stomach to the small intestine, according to the National Institute of Health. Movement are at higher risk of the condition, and doctors are unable to track down a cause in more than half the cases. I wished I'd never touched it. I wish I'd never had it, heard of it in my life, said Joni Knight from uh, Angie, Louisiana. This medication made my life hell, so much hell. It's cost me money. It's cost me stress. It cost me days and nights and trips with my family. It cost me a lot, and it's not worth it. The price is just too damn high. Long after she stopped taking the drug, Knight needed stomach bypass surgery, which has since allowed her to eat some of her favorite foods again without throwing them up. Patients like Knight experienced inexplicable symptoms such as burps that smelled like sulfur, and sudden bouts of uh, vomiting so severe it landed them in the hospital, including some who had already been off the drug for months before illness arose. Uh, Endoscopies would show their stomachs full of days-old food, which is unusual since typically less than 10% of food consumed is left in the stomach four hours after a meal. So they had it uh, a week later, these folks had it in their stomach. Doctors said they're seeing a lot of cases similar to Knight's and others who spoke to CNN, as well as a spike in ER admissions involving GLP-1 class drugs. The FDA has also confirmed such reports, though they are unable to officially determine these cases of gastroparesis were caused by the weight loss drugs or by another condition. Yeah. Yeah. Gee, uh, if you're experiencing a stomach paralysis. Yeah. And you're on the drug Ozempic. We can't say that that's uh, a connection or anything. 
I'm going to say this right now for all the listeners. If you're yeah. doing this Zempic and your stomach gets paralyzed, Steve and I will not be showing up to your stomach's birthday roast, all right? Yeah. There's only one paralyzed guy yeah, in Yeah, only show. one paralyzed guy is the Hawk Man, and that's the only one we do roast for. <laughs> that's it. That's We're not going to roast the stomach no. paralyzed guy. <laughs> right. Oh, my stomach is paralyzed. It can't move. Um, it hasn't uh, been able to pass a bowel in weeks. I, uh, I, you know, this is one of those things. Everyone wants a magic pill for everything, yeah. like you said, instead of doing the right. I remember when I was a kid, you know, did you ever have acne when you were in high school? No, I was lucky enough that I didn't have to deal with that. But I did, I did know people who did, and it was horrible. So how about this one? Yeah. I had real bad acne for like two years in high mm-hmm. school, like almost like cystic. It would yeah. be on my neck and stuff. And uh, I they put me on every drug, tetracycline, monocycline, yeah, yeah, hydrocycline, yeah, yeah. all these uh, drugs for it. And then they wanted, they gave me a prescription for Retin-A, and I didn't want to put it on. It didn't feel good when I put it on. It burned and everything else, so yeah. I just stopped using it. I only tried it like a couple times. Meanwhile, one of one of my friends, uh, beautiful girl, she had similar problems. She started putting the Retin-A yeah. on, and she used it for a long time. Turns out uh, she ended up needing like surgery on her colon because Retin-A was never even a skin drug. It was supposed to be a colon drug. And they realized in the clinical trials that it made people skin clear. So like typical scumbag pharmaceutical company, they were like, oh, hey, no, that's what we meant. Yeah, it's good for your skin. Well, think about Viagra. It was a blood pressure lowering medication when it came out. Right, right. But so you but but again, they finally another use. But a lot of these pills and a lot of these things that these are made, there's always side effects to it, you know. Cut to, by the way, the, uh, just a, a, a punchline to this uh, story. It's not a punchline, but the uh, ending. Uh, I realized like six years ago exactly why I had cystic acne. Do you want to know why? Why? How about this? I used to love Dracar. Do you remember Dracar? Oh, the God. Yeah, that was the hot cologne it was for the all hot the young cologne. kids to wear. Yeah, uh, my uh, champion sweatshirt and my Dracar. And, or, or polo. There was polo, too. Yeah, so I'm clearing out my childhood room at my parents' house a few years back, you know? And I find a bottle of Jakar, and I open it up. I'm like, oh, baby, smells like childhood. I just do a couple of dabs on my neck, like, this is fun. I wake up the next day, cystic acne at 40 years old. I'm like, what is going on with my neck? And then I was like, oh, my God. The entire time I went through all this torture was just because I was loading myself up with Jakar. So it had nothing to do with uh, your body eating something or you're having an allergic reaction. I was having an allergic reaction Did, to Jakar, and the dermatologist never figured out. They just kept pumping me up with drugs. Didn't I ever tell you the time uh, some lady got all all mad at me uh, years ago for? And it was it wasn't even on a morning show. It was like on a weekend shift that yeah. I was doing, and uh, we had this boss who uh, wanted to make sure that. Make sure you're talking about technology topics and, uh, you know, comedy topics. And, you know, every time you open up the mic, he wanted a different uh, topic every time you did. So I I read this story about this guy who uh, was was having an allergic reaction to Axe body spray, (laughs) right? And he, uh, I mean, it was pretty severe. It was a pretty severe right. reaction. Sure. That, that, and, and people don't know that they have re- are allergic to something until they actually start trying it. And and I just said at the end of, of the story was, you know, they knew he was uh, 
reacting to acts because he swelled up with extreme douchiness, <laughs> which is not even that funny of a joke. But it was it's just, like, funny. It, was, it was a, it was a, it was a right. whatever. Well, some lady heard me say that, right? Yeah. Got all mad because she runs a group called Parents of uh, Kids Who Are Allergic, you know, Severe Allergies oh, or something. God. So then all of a sudden the radio station started getting messages from people halfway across the country going, that DJ on the weekend should be fired oh, the- for using that joke. And I'm like, that wasn't even a bad, that wasn't even no, a horrible yeah. joke. No. Like, no, everybody getting offended by well, stuff like that. You were that. one of the pioneers of the cancellation movement. Uh, going back to this uh, this Ozempic thing, though, yeah, yeah. Uh, CNN, uh, who said this in a statement? This is... Uh, Jeffrey Tubin? No, <laughs> Novo Nordisk, the oh, maker yeah. of Ozempic and uh, Wigovi, points out that these drugs have been studied in both the real world and in clinical trials, and it's been around for about 15 years uh, to treat diabetes and eight years to treat obesity. Gastrointestinal events are well-known side effects of the GLP-1 class, mild to moderate in severity and short duration. Delayed gastric emptying, nausea, and vomiting are m- among the side effects listed. Meanwhile, medics are also soundingly alarmed about additional side effects, including blurred vision, kidney failure, and gallstones. Users of the drug also claim they have experienced odd dreams about Hollywood stars. That's a weird uh, yeah. side effect. People have been sharing bizarre slumber fantasies on social media that including joining the cast of the Golden Girls, preparing to rob a museum with Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck, and carrying Drain the Rock Johnson's baby and then blending their families. <laughs> Some of them even said their butts have flattened like a pancake, including one person who has undergone a previous Brazilian butt lift. Really? Yeah. Why the hell would you want to take this drug? Oh, and uh, what... It's being skinny is not that it's not worth it that much. It's not worth it. It isn't worth it. No. Listen, just like take care of yourself. Try. And, uh, stop. Start running. Everybody does something that's bad for them. I mean, I'm the living example of that, Steve. But but isn't it true though? Every yeah. person, regardless of how healthy they look, is Everyone's- doing something shady. Everyone's got a vice, baby. Everybody has Every, vices. And there's some of them are weird. Yeah. Some are weird. I got friends that have real weird vices. Yeah. And then I find them out and I'm like, what? Yeah. But it's the same thing that you're dealing with, yeah. just in a different uh, aspect. But one is considered more severe than the other for some reason, even though you're slowly killing yourself no matter what you do. I got a friend who's a comic. Yeah. yeah. He's uh, He works out. You have comic friends? Yeah, I have no few, idea about few. that. Uh, he works out. He's a... But he's got a severe, extreme foot fetish. Okay. He used to come to the club, and he used to ask the waitresses if he could, like, lick their sweaty feet at the end of their shift. What? 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you sure this isn't like the guy we used to have in here that said he liked pregnant shit? Or I had a buddy who likes pregnant shit. I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, but I'm just uh, saying. He liked pregnant shit. Are you saying this buddy could be you? Was this buddy? Yeah. No, it definitely wasn't yeah. me. That yeah. The foot thing is not. In fact, I don't even understand that. You know when guys are like. That's disgusting. I'm a boob guy. I'm yeah. a leg guy. I'm a this guy. I'm like a. I'm a foot guy. I'm I'm like a nothing guy. I'm like if you're uh, if you're attractive and uh, and nice like I'm a that guy, uh, like you know, like I only I, the guys who are like I only like uh, redheaded Asians or whatever. Like they have some weird fetish with whatever their thing is. I don't I don't yeah. understand it. But like, the the foot thing is like I was like, dude, if there was a pill, that's you should take the pill for that. 
I, I have a cure friend, that. Yeah, I have. Yeah, you should. I, I had a friend who asked me one time. He goes, uh, you know, talking about another person. Is she hot? And I go, eh, eh. And he goes, that's exactly my type. Is <laughs> eh. eh, I like eh. You know, that's you know what? That's a guy with uh, yeah. with a realistic standard. You know yeah. what I mean yeah. for himself. That's well, good. you have to you have to set your standards. Hey. Uh, He's like, these eh, girls need loving, too. You hey, know listen, I mean? it depends on how bad you want it. I mean, if you want yeah. to lower your standards, you can get anything yeah. you want. I used to look at, like, um, you know what I used to see when girls had that uh, six-pack, the abs? Yeah. You know? I used to, like, when I was younger, I used to, that was, like, a thing. I was like, wow, that's really good looking. That's hot, you know? Uh, but then I was like, that's a lot of pressure, too. You know what I mean? Because yeah, then, then you got to look good. Right. Yeah. Right. And yeah, then it's I don't like, want to do that. I don't want to. These abs, I, when I had abs, it was a lot of work. You to have, have to be with somebody who's slightly uh, uglier than you are just to <laughs> just to make that uh, make that work. You know what I mean? Like, well, in order for it to be successful. That should be a yeah. great dating app. Yeah. Where the dating app just filters you and it's like, you're a 7.2, she's a 7.2 or a 7.1, yeah. and it just puts you guys together. Yeah, absolutely. That's a yeah. good idea, Steve. I'm telling you, I'm onto something <laughs> here. Are. It's uh, 825 with uh, Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni at Rock 102. It's 8.35 at Rock 102, and it's time for news, and uh, Mario Caproni introduces me. <clears throat> and now, a local radio icon, Steve Nagel. See, I, I like the way you do that. Uh, it's professional. Yeah, it's, uh, it sounds like uh, like you're Don Pardo on mm-hmm. SNL uh, <laughs> announcing... Uh, Come on down for the news! Come on down! <laughs> hey, uh, there is a, a not-so-good story uh, at a Holyoke ra- right now, um, and I... Thought I had it here, uh, but I don't. Uh, yeah, one person, uh, unfortunately, is dead after being hit by a vehicle last night on Route 5 in Holyoke, Mass. State Police spokesperson David Procopio said a preliminary investigation shows that around 9.30 p.m., a Jeep was traveling south in the left lane of Route 5 in Holyoke when it hit a male who was walking in the left, na- left lane near 1233 Main Street. The male was taken to Bay State Medical Center where he was pronounced dead. The two people in the Jeep were not injured. Procopio noted that the Jeep stopped in the breakdown lane after the incident, which remains under investigation by Holyoke Police and the Mass State Police Collision Analysis and Reconstruction Section. So, uh, unfortunately, <coughs> that happened uh, last night. Uh, Westfield, police have identified three girls who tagged over a half a dozen homes with graffiti along several streets near the former Mosley Elementary School in late July. We've got a couple of anonymous tips uh, that positively identified the three juveniles, said Officer John Blasick, who was uh, investigating the incident that occurred late Sunday, July 16th, or during the early morning hours of July 17th. The uh, girls, all under uh, 18, uh, allegedly tagged three homes on Dartmouth Street, two on Princeton Street, and one each on Westminster and Woodward Streets. The graffiti featured graphic and offensive language and images. Two of the girls are 16, one of them is 17. If charged, their cases will be heard in juvenile court where the proceedings are private. Blasek said police have not yet filed charges. We're speaking with the victims to determine if there were any lasting or monetary damages. He said if the victims believe it is appropriate, the juveniles could pay restitution in lieu of facing court charges. Hmm. That's a... You scrub. You scrub. Get get a scrub daddy and go out there. You get out there with the... One of those uh, Mr. Clean pads, you know. Oh, the your rat magic eraser. Yeah, the magic you eraser. You get the, out there and you uh, fix it, lady. Uh, erase all the graffiti. You know how hard it is to clean paint off of something that's yeah. been there for a long time. Yeah. You know how annoying it must yeah. be for the person that has to do that. Yeah. 
when people do that dumb stuff? Uh, Robert uh, Saliva, whose home on Darthman Street was spray painted with a two-word, uh, pejor- is it pejorative? Is that how you say that? A pejorative. Pejorative. Uh, said it took him four hours to remove the graffiti in the hot sun. He just kind of added that probably to, mm. you know. Oh, yeah, it took me four yeah. hours, and it was in the hot sun. Yeah, I don't believe that at all, by the way, because I've been here filling in for the last month, and I don't think we've done a weather report where we talked about hot sun. It's always been monsoon rains. It's been muggy. <laughs> yeah. That's an old-timey. That's an old-timey. Uh, muggy? Muggy. It's going to be muggy. Very muggy out there. Yeah. You know where it also gets muggy? Where? Loyoke. Oh, yeah, it does It's very muggy. muggy. Even in the wintertime down there, it's muggy. Tips about uh, the girl's uh, identity came in after the department posted on its social media page and shared with the Westfield News an image of the suspects recorded by a surveillance camera mounted on the former school. The building was converted into apartments after the school closed back in 2010. In the image, one of the girls appeared to be holding a can of black spray paint. As juveniles, uh, their names aren't being made public. Blasek said one of the girls lived in the area where the vandalism occurred, but the other two were from out of town. He said he has spoken to the girl's parents, and they are receptive to any consequences their children might face. I dread that day that I yeah. that I have to, that if you I ever have I hope I never have to deal with something yeah, like that. Your kids seem like really good kids, you know? Well, a lot of kids seem like yeah, good kids. Sure. I mean, I knew uh, a lot of good kids in high school that uh, were... Uh, you know, did some shady stuff. But, but, I mean, you're a kid. You do kid stuff. But you're out there in Huntington where they grow up like the old school. You know, they're not. And if they were in Hoyoke where it is muggy. Yeah. Sometimes a little stabby. You keep saying Holyoke. They're from Westfield, these kids. No, but I'm talking about your kids. They're not from Holyoke. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh. I was calling back the muggy. Oh, you were and, going back to the, And then I was going to the, say uh, stabby. Whole, and then I was going to say the whole thing. Robbie. And, yeah, I was going to. But it's fine. Uh, Tristan Clavenga was searching for turtles and snakes while walking with friends on a creek off the Cahaba River in Irondale on Saturday. Where's Irondale? I don't know. Is this, uh, Massachusetts? I hope something bad happened to him because his name's Tristan. Where's the Cahaba (laughs) River? Now I gotta look this up. His name's Tristan. I hope it was bad. I hope, I hope a turtle bit him in the face or a snake... Alabama. Yeah. Oh, I hope that we can say the rest of the story. It wasn't involved some sort of illicit activity with no, a turtle or no, a snake. No, no, it does not. Okay. It wasn't a turtle or a tree that was the highlight of Clavenga's jaunt. However, a pretty darn scaly fossil is what he found. Internet sleuths believe Clavenga uncovered a prehistoric tree fossil known as the Lepidendron. Mm. Uh, uh, tw- 27-year-old Clavenga, uh, he's bartender at Mom's Basement in Birmingham, spotted the fossil under some down street. That's a great name for a bar. Mom's Basement? Mom's Basement. It. it was partially exposed, uh, most likely from the heavy rain this season, but as I spotted it, I knew right away it was a fossil, but I wasn't sure exactly what. I figured it was prehistoric, a prehistoric palm, but after some consideration, I decided uh, not to rule out if it maybe were a fish or uh, some sort of uh, other item that has a scaly condition to it. All right, Tristan. Good job. So he went on Reddit, specifically these uh, subreddits uh, that uh, frequented by fossil fanatics, to ask about his discovery. I suspected it was some type of palm at first glance, but uh, it was scaly. Educate me. And then people realized that's a tree. That's a very, very old tree, 318 million year old tree. Wow, that's an old tree. That's now fossilized. 
in Alabama. All the way in Alabama. Prehistoric Alabama. What do you think those dinosaurs are like? Well, uh, <laughs> why do you think we had all these weird-looking other dinosaurs? Because they were intermating <laughs> with each other. Oh, yeah, my cousin, that's a pterodactyl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do you think T-Rex's arms got so short? Yeah, T-Rex yeah. was with his sister. Yeah. It was, J-Rex. Yeah, well, she, she was really bad at uh, her wrists. <laughs> her wrist work. The fossil in Alabama. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, ban on uh, incandescent light bulbs. We talked about that last hour. Uh, with limited exceptions went into effect on Tuesday. The next time you go to change a light bulb in your house, reach for an LED one. This week, the federal ban went into place, ending the sale of most incandescent light bulbs with limited ex- exceptions, including night lights and uh, halogens used in shop lights. Such- so I said, there, there's going to be, you know, you were talking about. Um, <laughs> These bars and these old yeah, places yeah. that redo themselves, and then they, you know, they have the old timey. Uh, you know, you can see the filament. I'm them. sure there's going to be some exception I made would hope to so. something like that. Uh, a voluntary recall has been issued from some bags of Doritos nacho cheese flavored tortilla chips. According to the FDA, the chips could potentially contain undeclared soy and wheat ingredients from spicy sweet tortilla chips. Uh, the recall impacts less than 7,000 bags of the 14.5 and 1-ounce bags that were distributed at retail stores and vending machines in Pennsylvania. No other Frito-Lay or Doritos products, flavors, or sizes or variety packs are recalled. Potentially contain undeclared soy. Uh, do you have anything to declare? Uh, no soy, uh, <laughs> no soy here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't speak English. <laughs> Well done. Well, it's at least the Doritos are making the. Uh, hey, I get, can I can I say something or are we got? Uh, no, no, you can go and say whatever. Get, you, uh, you know our our friend uh, Donna, uh, the police officer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She always sends like uh, you know I don't hear from her all the time, but uh, when when I do, it's usually something cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, she sent me this thing that uh, August fifth uh, Saturday, uh, Springfield of the Hockey Heritage Society is having this game with all the old uh, Indians and Falcons players. Now I know. I know you do not care about sports. Okay, first of all, we'll talk about that in a minute, but go okay. ahead. All right. um, so they got all these old legends, and they're playing and everything. You get tickets on Eventbrite. It's August 5th. It's in uh, Big E Fairgrounds or whatever. I know you've been in Western Mass for a while, right? Because I heard you yeah. talk about the rail yard and working there when you were younger. But were you around when it was the Indians, Springfield Indians? No, no. Oh, you weren't? No. Oh, okay. Because I, I love talking about it, and only a few people know it, but they used to have this thing that I feel like they should bring it back. It used to have Jim Dandy's fried chicken. That was a uh, Yeah, chain. I remember seeing one of the final Jim Dandies. Yes. Over on Sumner Avenue. So they used to have this thing, like when your dad, when I was a little kid, your, my dad would take me to the game, and uh, you get a program, or you have your ticket stubs, and... Uh, they would say, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, tonight, if the Indians win by three goals or more, when they get brave, you get chicken. And yeah. then the crowd would go, and a roll. Yeah. Because if the Indians won okay. by three games or more, you used to be able to go get two pieces of fried chicken and a roll, a biscuit, for nothing. It was right. free. You'd show your ticket stuff. So it was a big night because you yeah. were hoping, if it was a school night, you were hoping that they won by three goals or more. Because you, you get knew. free chicken. You get not only would you get free chicken, but you knew you got to stay out a little later because okay. you had to go to, to the gym dandy to yeah. get the free chicken and wait in line. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah. I talked about it, and I was like, I thought everyone would be like, I remember it. I remember it. I, re I was like, yeah, add me on Instagram if you remember that and send it to me. No one. No one followed me. No one sent nothing. Not one person mentioned. No, that like they... one. I think one or two people were like, uh, they, they Facebooked me or something, yeah. and they were like, I, re I remember that. But I was like, maybe I just invented it all in my head. I want to touch on something you just said that yeah. I don't care about sports. Yeah. But you know what? We're going to wait a few minutes, and we'll talk about that after we come back. Cliffhanger. Yes, I cliffhanger like indeed. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today, it is going to be uh, sunny and nice with a high of 81. Tomorrow, not so nice. Thunderstorms possible with a high of 77. It is 65 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 852 in ACDC on Springfield's Classic Rock. Uh, Bax and Nagel show. Uh, ba uh, Bax is out. Marty is here in the hot seat, and uh, we are uh, we are rolling along this morning. Good uh, this morning's flying by. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be sunny with a high of eighty one. Tomorrow not so nice. Uh, thunderstorms with a high of seventy nine. It's sixty eight. Uh, you were hoping. I was, you were hoping. So was. excited. Hey, it might be by the time this segment. Is All over. right. Um, I wanted to uh, to just touch on something that you said earlier yeah 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 go ahead please about uh and you don't like sports yeah no it's not that i don't like sports i actually enjoy sports very much i can sit and pretty much watch anything okay as long as there's like a good crowd and if people are into it i really enjoy watching baseball like baseball is like one of those things that i, I can really enjoy watching even right. though it's this long drawn out thing it's a, it's a, but it, but it is, you know, you can see the, the different offense, defense moves that people make. I, I enjoy watching it. I don't like discussing it because I think that most of these people who analyze sports are just regurgitating garbage that they heard from somebody else in order to make some kind of analysis, how many times can you analyze a team and how good or bad they are? It it's not it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to just talk about things that you really don't know what you're talking about. Do, do you uh, you, have, you have some anger to Scott Cohen? Is that you have some you have some sort of beef with Scott? Well, no, because I remember <laughs> I was out the one day, and uh, he was here, you were here, and he goes, well, maybe we can finally have a conversation about people who know <laughs> yeah. it's sports. And I said to him when he came back the next week, you know, let me tell you something about that. If I had a nickel for every time uh, somebody <laughs> called and said, and wrote, it's a good yeah. old time expression. If I had a nickel let me for tell every you, time, buckaroo, <laughs> that somebody wrote in and said, hey, uh, is is Cohen high? The Red Sox won last night five to three. Not they didn't lose five to three. You know, it, he gets his information wrong. And mm. so, if you somebody who gets their information wrong. How can you be trusted to be, oh, yeah, I love his analytical take on sports. Who cares? I, I get I get that. Uh, that's like one of those things. I can't listen to sports talk radio. Yeah. Because it's the same thing. That's what I'm all, talking about. It's the, we're going to go to the phones. Hey, what's going on, Jim? I was just going to say Bill Belichick is really in the yeah. hot seat. Ugh. And then they, they yell at each other like they're like, like anything in life is that serious, that's sports yeah. related. Yeah. I don't care what you say, you don't trade yeah. them. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm like, they're, getting, they're getting very upset. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. all phony, uh, fake outrage. And, and, and to what? You, like, you're like you not benefiting anything 
I agree. Other with you. than the enjoyment of watching a game, this is not ketchup and a hot dog. This is something I agree with you on. I like well, talking about. Sports. How about that? We finally agree. We on finally something found here about that. You want to come over and watch some football? We'll get yeah, a pineapple. absolutely. We'll get I'll... a ham pineapple pizza. Yes, but uh, well, no. <laughs> all right. You know what? Don't push your luck, there, pal. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not that ready for uh, it. But uh, you know, we we we've had the. Um, these Patriots post-game and pre-game yeah, yeah. shows that we yeah. run before the games and after the games, and they start like three hours before the game <sighs> starts, and they last three hours after the game starts. So, they, you know, poor Bordop who comes in here, he's in here at 1 o'clock in the morning on a just Sunday into Monday uh, just listening to it and pushing buttons. But if you listen to what they're saying, they're like, all right, uh, Bob, we're back on the Patriots Rock, Rock Radio Network. Uh, who do you think is going to win the game tonight? Well, I think the Patriots are going to win, Pat. Okay, we'll be back on the Patriots Rock Radio Network. <laughs> and now the keys to the game. I really think what the Patriots need to do here is score. They need to move the ball and, and score, score, and, and if then you... they can win. It always has the stupid music. The dramatic. Why? Why do you need it? Now, if they had the ball and they rushed it, over the goal line, they would score a goal. Am I right, Pat? No, Bob, you're wrong. If they have to make it, they don't make it to the goal line. They're not going to score. Okay, we'll be back on the Patriots Rock Radio Network. Ah. I always think you know, my favorite is uh, Gino Capaletti, the guy who does the play-by-play. Uh, yeah. He doesn't usually get excited. He's very matter-of-fact. He's like, uh, it's a game-winning, uh, this will be a game-winning field goal for the Super Bowl. It's 53 yards. It, was a, it always makes me think, like, what if something awful happened, like, in the stadium? I wonder if you'd keep that same demeanor. There's a guy in the field with a gun. Uh, guy's on the guy's in the 20, 25, reloading, has shot a referee, looks, breaks to the right, and has shot two more employees. A play-by-play of yeah. shooting. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, he like, can do it. He just keeps that. That that he never gets above. Like, he's always at, like, a 5 or a 6. Yeah. He never goes up to an 8 or a 10. Yeah. You remember uh, back in, it was, this was, like, back, um, Back in the day where, where the Red Sox-Yankees thing was really fired up. Oh, yeah, when people the, cared. You remember that? Well, it was before the, uh, the, right. 2000, the 2004 yeah. thing. You know, people get all ex- upset yeah. and excited. Joe Castiglione was, uh, the, was, the, radio, is, yeah. was the radio announcer. I'm Joe Castiglione <laughs> for the Red Sox radio that way. And I won two out of the park <laughs> in you know, it's Fenway Park. But he would uh, he would do this thing every July. They would, or I think it was July or August, where they do this Jimmy Fun fundraiser. Oh yeah, raise money for the Dana Farber Cancer yeah. Institute. Not a bad thing at all. No. And I'm not making fun of that at all. I'm just making fun of the way Joe Leone sure. used to interview. They would they would during the broadcast they would bring on these patients. They were kids. Yeah. And interview them while he was doing the play by play for the game. <laughs> so the kid would be like. All right, and now we're joined with uh, Bobby from uh, Hopedale, who uh, is, I, uh, is dealing with uh, Hodgkin's, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. I can't taste yeah. anything Swing anymore. Swinging a mess on the outside right <laughs> of the line. You know, and that's what it was. He'd interrupt the kid when his kid's telling this like horrible story about this disease that he had. I can't feel my legs. And a pop-up by A-Rod. That's going way back to the green monster off the wall. That's a two-run double right there for the New York Yankees. It feels like... I'm on fire. And a swing and a my miss. All right, Bob. It's, uh, it's 8.59 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. GG 